You are about to enjoy a presentation recorded at the 2021 Michigan Conference Camp Meeting held at Cedar Lake, Michigan. We pray that the Lord will bless you as you listen. Welcome, friends and church family members, to our first Sabbath of Michigan Camp Meeting Soul Winning Festival. I'm Pastor Cameron DeVasher. I'm Pastor Mark Howard. And this is Soul Winning Festival. So, Revelation chapter 12, verse 11 tells us that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by what else? The word of their testimony. How many of you enjoy a good testimony sharing? Amen. I believe that's the case. And that's why we're here. And I trust the people will be trickling in more and more as the word gets out. But basically what we have today is a fast-paced, full hour of soul-winning stories. And we're excited to share them. In fact, first up today, Pastor Josiah Hill, who was just playing the piano so well, also on the side of being a fantastic uh, musician, is also a soul winner pastor. And he has a friend with him today. So I'd like to invite them up. Come on up. There we go. We'll figure the microphones out. We'll get you here. Oh, there we go. That's very nice. There you go. Now, Pastor Hill, why don't you step forward here and introduce us to our friend and tell us a little bit about what brings us here today. I want to introduce to each of you uh, my friend Alicia Lyons, um, and who couldn't be with her was her husband, Sean. So we're excited to be here. And Alicia, I want to give you a chance to share just a little bit of your story. Tell us, first of all, uh, what was it that brought you to the point of first walking into a Sub-Devinist church? Um, it's kind of a funny story. We were looking through my mom's stuff after she passed, and we found her old Bible. And as we were reading it, we realized that we wanted to attend a church, but we wanted one that was um, that went along with the Bible's beliefs. And as we were praying about that, a business card fell out for the West Branch Seventh-day Adventist Church. Amen. Okay. So you, you found out about the West Branch Seventh-day Adventist Church. You drove by. You saw the sign that there was a Revelation Bible study happening. And what was kind of got you over the edge to actually come and, and walk through the doors that Thursday night? So we were very nervous. We are both anxious people, me and my husband, but boyfriend at the time. So we asked my dad if he heard of the church ever, and he said that um, Cheryl and Bruce Dean used to come and visit him when he was in jail and would write him letters and talk to him like that. So he went with us that first night. <laughs> okay. So he, the, his, her dad had had Bible studies before. Yes. Um, so you came that night and then continued to come week by week, learning and, and growing. Um, and then Sean started attending church. And then we, you came to the, a business meeting. And tell us a little bit about what happened at that at that business meeting? Oh, we were on fire. Everybody was voting. Everybody had a say. And we were just kind of sitting there watching and waiting until the very last minute. And we went up to Pastor and we said, remember what we said? They said, how do we become members of this church? <laughs> but before that point, you, you picked up a book. Tell us where you found yes. that book. What was that book um, you found? We were at a thrift shop and my husband, Sean, boyfriend, um, we were just about to leave. He wanted to grab just the book that he saw. It kind of caught his eye. He grabbed it. We went home, read the first chapter, and we were just awestruck. It was an amazing book. The writing was amazing. 
And we looked up the author, and he knew the author already, but we looked more information on it. It was Ellen G. White, and the book was The Great Controversy. Amen. So you were reading that. You came up, we did Bible studies together. And then at some point, you got connected with the Tawa City Church instead of the West Branch Church. That was yes. a little bit of a transition for you. It was. We decided that we didn't want to be in West Branch anymore. It wasn't really a safe environment for either of us. So we decided one night just to get in our car and we were going to drive to Tawas and see if we could find a place. Finds out it's really hard to find a place when you have a dog. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so some kind people let us stay at their house. So we had the privilege of having both Sean and Alicia stay with us for a, a period of time, um, continue doing Bible studies. And then it was last July that you and Sean were both baptized. Both baptized in the same tub. <laughs> uh-huh. And then a few months later, another special event happened. We got married November 1st. Okay. I want to emphasize for those from our West Branch Church family, it wasn't the church that wasn't safe environment for you. Yes, it was yes. living arrangements and things in the community. Just yes. want to make sure that that's clear. Thank you. <laughs> Very good. Now tell us, once you, now you've been baptized, you're going through the discipleship process, you're continuing to learn and grow, both you and Sean. Sean had the privilege of coming down to the Emmanuel Institute that happened last fall in Lansing. Um, but tell us a little bit, you've had some opportunities in your workplace to share the gospel. Tell us a little bit about that. So I work at a nursing home as an activity aide, so I get to play a lot of games and one of the privileges of that is Bible study. And I asked my boss and she now lets me show Bible studies of Doug Batchelor on the TV for all of my residents. We can stream it to all their rooms. So we just click it on their room, channel five, and there's Doug Batchelor. So that's been a, a, an awesome opportunity. And I just wanna encourage each of you in this soul winning journey, the goal is not just to bring people into the church to become baptized as members, but to train and equip them to be soul winners as well. So let us each be soul winners together, amen? Amen. All right, thank you for sharing. Thank you. And all God's people said. Amen. Amen. Now, I don't know about you, but I, that's the first testimony I've ever heard of a church business meeting being an evangelistic campaign. I have a new, uh, new picture in my mind of what church business meetings could be. Amen. I also was thinking about her husband, Sean, before, no, after the baptism in August and right before the wedding in November, came to our manual training in October at the conference office. Amen. And I just put the two together, so. Amen. Now, Pastor Howard, go ahead, talk to us about what's coming up next. Well, you know, this morning we talked, for those who were here, we taught, we had actually highlighted a little bit from Strong Tower Radio as being a great avenue to uh, reach people and win souls. And we have some fantastic testimonies from our Strong Tower team. So Cam Ferguson's gonna come up with the team here and share with you what the Lord has been doing through Strong Tower. All right. Yes, we are Strong Tower Radio, praise the Lord. And one of my friends here is Jelaine Fenner. She's in charge of public relations, and she has some things she would like to share with you. First off, if you come to the booth, come here, Keegan. He's our mascot. Everybody loves to see Keegan, so it is endearing to Strong Tower Radio that he is here, and you can pet him, and the kids absolutely love him. I'm going to do a little promotion about Strong Tower Radio. We have a booth where... You, the first, the, on the left, we're the very first one on the right, if you go in that door. Promo cards, we call them promo cards, they're business cards. On the back is every one of our radio stations. We have 12 in Michigan, one in Decatur, Illinois, and we are streaming. 
And if you go to the booth with your phone, you can do the QR code and download it, whether it's iPhone or Android. And it's str.fm will take you right to our website to streaming. The other thing about these cards, please take several. Make, one, make sure one is in every one of your vehicles as you're traveling around Michigan so you can tune in the radio station. We have bookmarks. Radio stations are on the back. We happen to have uh, Doug Batchelor on the front of this. Take your um, bookmarks as well as these cards. You need to put them in your churches so that you can give this away. We have litter bags. They're little litter bags for your vehicle. They're free. And we have some license plates. So you have to look through our license plates. And I'll tell you what. I've had a license plate on the front of my car, whether I had a license plate holder or not. And when we sold the last car, it was screwed on it, and it stayed on the car. I don't know what happened to the license plate. And we're having requests for these. For more license plates. And we, we do have some bumper stickers. We don't have many here. But just come by the booth and see what we have, if we have something that can help promote. Because I know when I pull up my car and park, like at the drugstore or the gas station or something, people see this license plate. In fact, I was at uh, Thompsonville 3ABN, and I pulled in to get gas, and I had this license plate, and the guy said, Strong Tower Radio, where's that? And so I told him, but he happened to listen to the 3ABN station there. And uh, we have also some June newsletters. If you don't, have a, don't get the newsletter, please let us know. We'd be glad to mail it to you, but we need your address. And we have a few of the uh, July ones that are coming out, and this is a quarter. It has the, um, the schedule, schedule. schedule in it. And I'm going to leave, and Cam's going to tell you why we do all this to spread the Three Angels message. I have in my hand a case of cards, and I have, I'd like to have a date with you at the booth to give you some of these cards because angels are already doing things with these, some of these cards, but we don't want them to have all the fun. You want to be involved as well. Don't let, they're not going to do all the work. They fill in the gaps where we miss. And I'd like to bring, introduce you to a friend of mine, Jeff Harth. Jeff, could you join me here and tell us what was your first experience with Strong Tower Radio? You mentioned seeing signs in different places, and did it grab your attention at first, or did you have to see a few? Well, I had to see a few of them. Um, yeah, so a few of them. And what triggered you to listen to Strong Tower Radio? How'd you discover it? Well, Cam, actually, uh, I had a job site that I had to work on in Gun Lake area, and I like to listen to the radio, but not necessarily with just music. So I turned on the radio in the morning and uh, turned to 89.7 because I seen the billboards, and, or I mean the yard signs. The yard and, signs. And uh, yeah, so I turned it on and I listened to Ranger Bill, Warrior of the Woodlands. Mm. And um, I really, <laughs> really... Uh, you, that I, resonated I enjoyed with it. you. I loved it. I loved it. Yep. So that was the first, first uh, introduction of Strong Tower Radio. And so from Ranger Bill, then you kept listening. And yes. what other kinds of things drew your attention? Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, uh, part of the, you know, my testimony could go on for longer than what the times allowed. But um, I had, you know, a lot of questions, uh, you know, some biblical questions. And 
How ironic. There's a program called Bible Answers Answers Live. Yes, Bible Ah, Answers Live. And the funny thing is, is I wanted to call that morning for a question, but I was like, wait a minute. That's a pre-broadcast. Pre-recorded, yes. (laughs) Pre-recorded. So I was like, oh, man. But uh, but anyway, so there were some huge topics that someone had answered or called in for answers. And uh, those were questions that I actually personally had. And the way that uh, Pastor Jean Ross and, and Doug Batchelor had answered those, you know, questions really got me seeking on wanting to know more truth. Um, I so was it primed the well. It primed the well. Answers that you were seeking. Yes. On questions you were seeking, and then it's like, okay, correct. I got a little. Now I want a lot more. I want a lot more, and I would listen to a lot of the. Uh, messages, the pastor's messages and stuff Mm -hmm. that Strong Tower Radio would uh, play on there. And I was like, wow, this is great. And I didn't know it was local. I mean, there was a lot of local pastors and so on and so forth. Like the 11 o'clock, 11 in the morning, fresh manna, local Michigan pastors. And uh, it just just got to be one of those things to where Strong Tower Radio became my number one station as far as for what I would listen to. Because if we can't grow spiritually, no matter how God provides that growth. If, if we don't take that in, where are we going to grow? So after a two to three year process of, of learning more of the Bible, started with Strong Tower with some of their programming, we now go to the Ionia Seventh-day Adventist Church, and um, it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful experience. And it all started with Strong Tower Radio and Ranger Bill. Amen. <laughs> so, yeah, it was great. So did you recently have an uh, interesting experience with your employer regarding your beliefs? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, if you were to go onto the Ionia SDA uh, website on Facebook, you could actually listen to my testimony on that. And I'm wearing the same shirt. I need more Sabbath shirts. But uh, but anyway, it will sh- the, the, the place that I work for is accommodating me to where I can still keep the Sabbath. Amen. And it won't, yeah, it's a God thing for sure. So I will be working tomorrow, but hey, you know what? Better tomorrow than today. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. So the Lord has kept you in that mission field for a purpose. Yes. And it will unfold in the days ahead. Yes. And uh, Cam said that, you know, when he wants to retire, he wants me to fill his spot um, from what I've been told. But uh, I says, I couldn't do what you're doing, man. You're just too good at it. So No, no, I don't remember that conversation, but thank you. Jeff Hart, God bless you. Yes, thanks, Cam. Now I'd like to introduce you to Matt Bright. Matt is an even longer time listener to Strong Tower Radio. And Matt, what was your first encounter with Strong Tower? Did you pass signs like Jeff did, or was there another way that you discovered it? I don't have a real specific answer to that. It was about five years ago or so that I first became aware of the station, and I'm not even sure how, but I just began listening hit and miss okay. occasionally. Um, sometimes I, things in life are like that. Yes, and sometimes I'd go out in the shop in the evening and I'd just turn it on and catch a part of a preaching program. and. Mm-hmm. And that's how I first began to listen. And you started hearing things that were new or interesting or strange or all of well, the above? Well, very, yeah, kind of all of the above. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, I've been going to church for 
my whole life. Uh -huh. And I've, I've been a believer for many, many years. Amen. Uh, about five years ago, I'd say God really began to um, do a work in my own heart. Amen. And um, impressing me with his character. Mm, amen. Who, who he is. How amen. does he want to be worshipped? Amen. Who does and, he want us to be? Yes, yes. Amen. So as he was working in my heart, Strong Tower Radio was dropped into the scene. Mm. And the preaching that I heard initially, probably in God's grace, didn't conflict with anything I already believed. Mm. So he started you off at the right time yes. with Strong Tower Radio. Till I began to see that this is a station I can listen to. Amen. This can edify me in my walk with Christ. Amen. And then I began to hear things that kind of raised questions. <laughs> like, can that be? Right. So what was your response? Did you just say, ah, I think I'll give it a break? Or did you start digging in the Word? Well, at that point, I, I realized that, oh, this is an Adventist station. Okay. I didn't even realize that at first. Okay. And up until that time, I thought that Adventists were just those funny people who went to church on Saturday. Uh -huh. um, but that was about all you knew? But that's about all I knew. Uh, I just hadn't had any exposure. Okay. But uh, as I began to hear some of the questions asked and answered on Bible Answers Live especially, uh, while I didn't think I agreed with some of the answers, the answers were grounded in Scripture. And, and so that I, challenged you? It did, because I thought I was grounded in Scripture. Uh-oh, clash. There was a clash. And there had to be a resolution to this, mm -hmm. because I couldn't just walk away from it at that point. Yes. So I began to dig in, mm. and... Um, as I studied for myself, I began to realize that the things that I thought were solid were actually on shaky ground. Mm. And um, How did that make you feel, think? Was it something that really shook you up? Or it was like, okay, Lord, you're teaching me something I didn't know. It was a mixture of excitement and unsettledness. Mm. Both. Yes. Because when something you've believed for... 35, 40 years suddenly gets pulled out from under you. It's a bit upending. It's a little shaky. Yes. yes. But God, in his mercy, regrounded me in the things that actually were true. Amen. That's how he is. He doesn't show us everything at once. He works with us as we can accept it. He doesn't feed us all at once. It's yes. as we can eat it. That's his he grace. He invites us to taste and see that the Lord is good, but he doesn't give us the whole meal at once. So true. And so did that lead to your investigating the Seventh-day Adventist church further and starting to attend? Well, when, when the things that I was hearing on the radio then became to be shown to be biblically accurate, so they stood uh, the test. I began to talk to other people that I respected. Mm -hmm bouncing things off of them. Um, the long and short of it is that we began to visit, and we're currently we're attending at the Edenville Church. Edenville Seventh-day Adventist Church. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. Likewise. 
And what would you say to those who are interested in whether Strong Tower Radio is something that they should support? Thank you. Amen. For, for those of you who have written checks, given your money, thank you. Amen. Because that's what, I wouldn't be standing here today if it wasn't for that. So, while I knew Christ before, I know him much richer now. Amen. Thank you, Matt. Yep. Thank you for sharing. We're all blessed because of that. Thank you. God bless you. And so you see that it doesn't happen in a few weeks or a few months, and your continued support is vital to continue reaching not only Matt and Jeff, but there's several dozen more people who are currently in varying stages of exploring what they're learning on Strong Tower Radio and taking Bible studies, attending church, and so these are, this is why we do what we do. It's not because of our cleverness or wisdom that this happens. It is only because of the Holy Spirit working through the broadcast to give the everlasting gospel to many, millions in Michigan. And we're, we're seeking to grow all the way to all of Michigan. And so by God's grace, we will. And we have some handouts that we'd like to share with you. There, Tom Azure has them at the door, and he'll be passing those out if there were some, are some volunteers that would also like to help with that. And again, I'd like to encourage you to pick up some promo cards and share them with those who you encounter, because people are seeking and they're finding on Strong Tower Radio. So God bless you, and thank you. Wow, what a great testimony from Strong Tower. I was thinking when our brother said Seventh-day Adventists were the weird people who go to church on Saturday. I'm like, yeah, that's us. We love the Lord and we love his word. Amen. Amen. Uh, I was also thinking that uh, those little cards, I mean, we already had somebody who found a card in a Bible. So avail yourselves of these kinds of resources in your churches at camp meeting. Get a bunch of these and just put them all over the place. I'm amazed, Cameron, at how the Lord uses uh, uh, different ways to bring people to, I mean, Strong Tower's there, but God gets people's attention to listen to it. Amen. To find the cards, to find the tracks and whatever. And he's no respect of persons. He does that with you and your interpersonal relationships as well. So spread those seeds and see what the Lord will do. Well, I, that reminds me also because Strong Tower Radio is out there 24-7 broadcasting and sometimes we think, oh good, there's the radio, there's the internet, it's doing the work. But notice that all of these stories have the common thread of some personal follow-up right. work too. So if the Lord can Amen. use the passive and the active, this work will be hastened to a close. Amen. Now, Pastor Garrett Morgan, why don't you bring some friends over here and let's go to this side of this platform just to mix it up and so that everybody can get a chance to be, you know, <laughs> seen from different angles here. Wonderful. Well, Pastor Garrett, why don't you tell us a little bit and share with us the stories of faith that we're going to hear today from these precious souls you brought with us. Amen. Thank you so much, Elder. You know, we come from the big rapids area, and uh, when the pandemic hit, we were wondering how we were going to continue doing evangelism. 
We love doing evangelism in our church and figuring out how to do that. And so I was praying to the Lord. I was like, Father, bring to us people that we'll be able to share your truth with. I don't know how that's going to happen, but please let that happen. You know what? God answers prayers, doesn't he? Do you believe that? And we're just speaking about Strong Tower Radio. And I'll tell you, we had a mystery at our church. Um, my, one of my deacons, his name is Terry, would come up to me after our service and say, Pastor, somebody is leaving offering in the foyer, but it, during the service, we don't know who it is. And so we kept trying to figure out who was leaving offering in our foyer during church. Well, hold on just a minute, and we'll solve that mystery. But I have here a friend of mine, Miss Jean. Now, Miss Jean is an avid listener to guess what? Strong Tower Radio. Amen. Miss Jean, how did you find Strong Tower Radio? Did you stumble upon it? Did you find a card? Or, or how, did you, how did you find that? I did find Strong Tower Radio by the dial, by tuning through the dial on the radio. It was a small radio that was just did not have the greatest reception, but I was able to find teaching programs on prophecy in the morning, in the early morning hours or before I would start my day, and I really looked forward to them, and so I took as much as I could to be able to have the best reception. Sometimes it meant holding the radio up above my head and moving around and that kind of thing, but I did listen to the prophecies, and I learned things, and I started putting it together, and because they were biblically based and they made sense, all the better. And so that Amen. was a couple few years back. Amen. So Miss Jean has been listening to Strong Tower Radio for a few years, and I've been pastoring in the Big Rapids area for a while, and I never knew that she existed. And then one Sabbath morning, we start getting these mysterious offerings in our foyer when there was nobody there. And we were trying to figure out who this was and come to know it, Miss Jean had been coming to our church. She slipped in without anybody seeing it on the first week and she would listen to the sermon and see if it matched the radio station. And then when the sermon was over and before the usher and the, and the greeter could come out, she would slip away and she'd come back and come back. And isn't it amazing that she would take her radio and she would hold it up to where he, she could get reception. So you'd walk around your house with your radio hoping to get reception so you can continue to listen to truth. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's just powerful. So how did you find our church? I mean, you're listening to the radio station. How did you come to our front doors? Well, this a little bit more to the story because um, I am a very much a working person. And at the time when things were shut down, I came even closer to Strong Tower Radio. I kind of considered it as a sabbatical, even though I was not into the Sabbath at that time as being the seventh-day Sabbath, but I was listening to the radio and using that as the discipline of waking and still getting up at times and, and still being able to take in the teaching programs at 9 in the morning and mm -hmm. and. I do love Ranger Bill. I, Ranger Bill. <laughs> and then, um, yes. And so I... You put in it, a phone call. It was impressed upon me that I needed to be baptized. Amen. And so I did. I called Strong Tower Radio to find out if there was a, a church in my area. And so, yes, they sent me in your direction. Amen. And said Big Rapids and... 
gave me your name, and so I did come and visit. Amen. Even a little, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So did you hear that? I was a little bit worried about how COVID was going to affect our evangelism efforts at our church. And wouldn't you know it, God didn't just get hindered by that, but he used that. Amen. He used that to reach our friend here, Miss Jean. And for those of you that might be listening Strong Tower Radio, maybe you're looking at this program right now. For those that were in your shoes that are listening but haven't come to church quite yet, what would you say to them? Don't wait. Find out. Get your connection. Get your family. Get your support. Get your people. And support Strong Tower Radio. Amen. And Miss Jean, what month were you baptized? I was baptized in the ninth month on the 26th day, I do believe. And I was blessed by Strong Tower Radio presence and gifts. September 26th of last year, Miss Jean joined our church. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord for that. Amen. So uh, now we have Maria here. And uh, Maria, now this is just incredible. And I, like I mentioned, the year I was worried about soul winning and evangelism, the Lord literally would bring people into our door at the Big Rapids Church. And the members that are here can attest to this. We would come into church and there would be somebody new we'd never seen before. Maybe it was Miss Jean. We'd say, well, what was your story? And she would come along and say, well, I'm Jean. I've been listening to Strong Tower Radio for two or three years, and I'm here to be baptized. Imagine our joy. Amen. Amen. And Maria came in a similar way, but can you tell us that story? Oh, sure. Um, well, I was, I've been a Christian for quite many years and was baptized many, many years ago. And uh, I was... Uh, been a Seventh-day Sabbath observer for quite some time, but even though I knew some truths, I, uh, there were just some things that didn't feel like the truth. So I got on the wonderful world of web <laughs> and used it for good and found out some things and started uh, learning about Seventh-day Adventists and what they believe and started uh, studying the Bible and for around two years or so, um, learning the new truths. And uh, then I was also having some uh, uh, difficult time in my life during that same period of time that I was doing the studying. And I came to a point in my life where uh, there was a, a big emptiness in, inside and I was having such a hard time that I actually fell to my knees and prayed to God. And from that day on, um, my life has changed because um, thanks to my dog also, because I take him to the vet and right next door is the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Amen. So I knew where to go right away. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so um, that's uh, when I started attending. Uh, something just kept telling me to, to go there, and uh, I, had to, I had to answer that call, and my life has changed ever since. Um, even though I am still going through a difficult time in, uh, with many different situations, um, I going through it, but I still have a peace and a joy in my life now that I never did have before. Amen. And I have a hope, I have a future, and I also have Jesus Christ walking beside me. Amen. 
So a lesson we can learn from this is when you're in your local church, when you go back home from camp meeting and you go to your local church and you see someone that you don't recognize in your foyer, don't run away. Amen? (laughs) Don't go to the crowd that you usually go to. But when you see that somebody that you don't know, approach them, greet them. It may be that that's the first time that they've come into your church door and they're looking for a Savior being preached through the Word of God. Amen? And we had this with both of these ladies. They came to our church simply looking for truth and answers, and by God's grace, they found that there. What what date were you baptized? In April this year. April of this year. Amen. So we praise God for that. And I'll tell you what, these two ladies, as soon as they became members of our church, and even before that, they're not just at church, they're not just at Sabbath school, but they were also at weekly prayer meeting and even at sacrificial prayer at 7 a.m. on Sunday morning. If there's something happening in our church, they're going to be there. Isn't that amazing? Praise the Lord for that. What a powerful testimony. Thank you, ladies, and thank you, Pastor Morgan, for being part of our soul-winning testimony hour this time. That was incredible. Now, Pastor Howard, the thought dawns on me. I mean, we're seeing how the Lord is just taking literally superhuman efforts to win souls. He's working through every nook and cranny, every possible way. And wouldn't it be delightful if we were to come back to camp meeting next year and the people here were so inspired what they heard that they would have some testimonies to share. Of. But from last time I heard those stories, I wanted to have Amen. a story of my own. Not only would it be, it will be. Amen. Amen. Something that really uh, struck me as I'm listening to these testimonies is the lengths that people will go to to get just a little piece of the truths that we know, Mercy. but we're afraid other people wouldn't want to know. Mercy. Listening to a radio, I mean, you know, I, I have to be honest. If I'm listening to a radio and I'm not getting reception, forget it. I'm turning it off. But to actually She's walk around, around and try to make sure I get good reception. I mean, just let this sink into your heart how important and precious the truth is that many of you know that somebody around you is just longing and praying to know. Amen. And, and pray for those open doors and opportunities, and the Lord will use them and use you to win souls to Jesus. And on that point, I would like to invite Pastor Steve Shefka. Now, one of the friends he's got with him today, you might recognize from the last time we were here together at Soul Winning Testimony Time. And speaking of that whole generational, wouldn't it be great if all of this year's testimonies led into next year's testimonies too? And I don't want to give too much away, but Pastor Steve, why don't you introduce us to your friends here today? Amen. Thank you. I don't know about you guys, but I've been blessed from these testimonies. This is my favorite part of camp meeting. And I'm doubly blessed today because two years ago, my good friend Mike Kinzel was here with me, and he was baptized two years ago. And Mike Kinzel is now our head deacon. And this man has done so much for our church. He found uh, someone to redo our stained glass windows. He became a disciple right from the get-go. So it's been a fantastic blessing, but there's so much more. Uh, This year, his wife, Belinda, was baptized and... uh, Not only that, but Belinda is leading up our new Adventist Community Service Center where we are providing children's clothing for Livingston County. Amen? Amen. Mike's got something to say to us. Well, you know, I want to tell you that, uh, first of all, I'm very proud of my wife to be up here today. Any of you who know her knows that this is a huge leap for her to be even standing on this stage. But, you know, Steve, once when I got found the truth... You know, and I came to the truth and came uh, to know the plan of salvation. You know what kept me up at night? Is 
when Jesus calls my name and I, and I go, hopefully I go, that who will be there with me? Amen? Who will be there? And I thought about it and I said, you know, first of all, who in my family will be there? You know, it scared me. I don't know about any of you, but I, I, I had some family members who weren't ready for him to come that day. So it scared me. So I started with my wife, who is my partner of 31 years, soon to be 32 years. And, you know, we, we decided that, you know, she came to Ring, uh, Elder Ringstaff's uh, prophecy and my son, oldest son. But what that turned into was something amazing. We have a family Bible study now where my wife is there, my four of my five children are there. Not only that, my mother-in-law is there, and my brother-in-law is there. Amen. Amen. I mean, I never in my wildest dreams thought that we would have all those people. We've had, we have, uh, Isaiah comes and joins us. Thank you, Isaiah. And it's, it's become an event where we can invite people. But when you think about it, when you got the good news of Jesus Christ, it wasn't just for us, was it? Now, what we were supposed to do with it, we're supposed to share it and give it to those people we love because if you want, love them here, don't we want to love them for eternity in heaven? And, and we have to get out there and tell people about what Jesus offers us. And if you can't do it with your own family, you want them with us now, we want them there with forever. So we, we have to tell them what we got. It's not a gift he gave for just us. It's a gift he gave for everybody. So I encourage all of you, trust me, I am no expert in Bible study. Trust me on that. You can all do a Bible study. If I can do it, anybody can do it. So please, I, uh, do it for you. Do it for your family, because when he comes, we all want to be together, right? Amen. Amen. Thank you. Amen. We all know enough scripture to serve the Lord, don't we? Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Another powerful testimony, and the thing that struck me with that is, you know, a lot, a lot of times we think about reaching the world with the gospel as if as if it's our responsibility. And you see how when you reach one person, you see the ripple effect, that person reaches another, who reaches another, and who reaches another. And, and I think instead of us thinking uh, and getting overwhelmed with the largeness of the work, just think of the person closest to you that you can witness to, and the Lord will take hold of that and move the work. Mm. You know, and I'm thinking of another thing, Pastor Howard, because believe it or not, we've already come to the end of our soul winning hour time. That is, the, that is our program for today. And I know we're sitting here thinking, aren't there going to be more testimonies? And the answer is absolutely yes. There are already testimonies lined up for this time next week. And we want to make sure that all of you are here to hear them because there are some powerful testimonies. I wish we could get into it now, but we have to save some for later, okay? But as you and I were conversing earlier in the week, all of these resources, we're talking about Strong Tower Radio, mm -hmm. BibleStudyOffer.com, Glow Tracks and Literature, all of these wonderful tools are just that. They are tools. But what the Bible still calls for, what Jesus prayed for, is that the laborers would increase, right? The Lord has given us the internet. He's given us the opportunities. He's given us all this technology and these radio stations and all of this wonderful material. But for some reason, I think that too many of us, myself included, view it as merely ornamental or decorative or just an accoutrement to to decorate our own Christian existence when God is saying, those aren't toys, those are tools to be used. And as we've seen here today, the Lord is in the business of using any opportunity for his glory. Right. So if there's a radio station out there, if there's a business card, if there's a piece of literature, if there's a media site you can send somebody to, whatever it has within your capacity to use for the Lord's glory, he's willing to partner with us. The question is, are we willing to partner with him? 
What the Lord is calling for today are individuals who will feel the burden not from Strong Tower Ready or the Michigan Conference or peer pressure or camp meeting, fine as all of those things are, but the burden of the Lord himself speaking to each one of us. Do you see the tears in the eyes of these people who are coming for the first time into the very things that we've been so blessed to know for so long? We, friends, have a responsibility to our fellow man and a duty to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And we want to close today not just hearing what good things have happened, but faithfully looking forward to what will happen as each of us say, Lord, here am I. Do what? Send me. Let's bow our heads for a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you so much today for all of these powerful testimonies that are truly that a testimony to your greatness, to your power, to your love and desire to see souls brought into your kingdom. Lord, we thank you for these tools of ministry like Strong Tower Radio. We thank you for church families that can be a support and for pastoral care and for the Michigan Conference and for camp meeting and all these wonderful things. But Lord, help us not for a moment to sit back at ease while other people would, with tears in their eyes and a longing in their heart, want to know the precious truths that we've been blessed to know. Lord, let today be a a recommitment of every person in this room, every employee in this conference, everyone within the sound of my voice on the radio or the internet, anyone who is part of this great Advent movement to get moving. Lord, we want to see Jesus come and we want to see soon be sooner. So please, Lord, bless our humble efforts and let these testimonies merely be the first fruit of a great harvest. When we sit around the throne in that beautiful kingdom to come, that we'll hear these stories throughout eternity of how the Lord has loved each one of us and brought us to him. For we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. To listen to more of these presentations, you may visit the audio archives at misda.org slash audio 2021 or search for Michigan Conference Camp Meeting wherever you get your podcast.